It's episode 18 of The Platformers. My name is Brian Barnett. I'm Chris Shriver. And I'm Martin Galassi. This is a video game and culture podcast. We're just a couple of your friends getting together each week to talk about what is good in the world of video games, culture, and if you've heard the show before, you know that we will inevitably devolve into some ridiculous tangents. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about Bob Ross, uh, Batman. We're going to be talking about PlayStation Virtual Reality, Dark Souls 3. We're going to be talking about The Flash, Ghostbusters, all kinds of other things. But before we do that, let's... Just take a moment and touch base with each of the members of the platformers. Chris, what have you been up to this week? So I haven't been doing a lot. Um, I spent a lot of time socializing with human beings. I know it's hard to believe. Gross. Um, oh, man. Yeah, it was pretty... That's a big change for you. It was pretty weird. Um, What's the sun like? Uh, oh, I didn't see the sun. This was at night. <laughs> Let's be oh, real. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. That'd be weird. You know, daylight savings of course, yeah. this weekend, all that. Um, so oh, Really? I think so. Yes, it is. Yeah. Great. I Fall back, get that extra sleep. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yep. <laughs> Saturday night at midnight. Marty was going to be out drinking like, oh, my God, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I feel um, like I've time traveled. So I was well, in... Have, Marty. I was in Maniunk on Friday. Yeah, what is that for what? normal human people? So Maniunk Maniunk actually is... Um, it's a town. It's like a college kind of town in... Um, like it's technically philadelphia but it's not um i call it college town loosely because there actually aren't any colleges there it's just (laughs) what maniunk actually means to the original native americans this is what i've been told i don't know how true this is um the original native americans that were actually settled there it was actually known as the place to drink like that is the the actual translation so all it is is fantastic um so that's where a lot of kids who go to college either go to drink or um, they live there and then they'll either go, go to Philly U or they'll go to Chestnut Hill or, you know, surrounding areas. So I went there on Friday. It was I kind think, of, can I, oh, yeah. can I just say something really quick? I think it's super cool when, and granted, like, this is like a one-off example. Like, I don't know, you know, how far this goes back, but like, I right. would assume based on the name that it does for a while. I think it's super cool when a town has a name that has a meaning and that meaning is still valuable for the town even today, much, much later. Oh, and it is very alive and well today. <laughs> That's so cool. I like that. I bet that name means nothing of the sort. It means like... Oh, it probably doesn't. Porn. Yeah. And everyone's like, bro, Indians were getting way too drunk. It's dope. <laughs> it was just one this drunk party guy. Central back in the day, like man. uncle was, who lived on like a Native American reservation, and now they run a casino. And he was like... <laughs> Yo, Maniunk, though. <laughs> I just want to apologize. I said Indians. I was in the frat boy mode. Native American. <laughs> My bad. That wasn't actually Marty. He was just... No, acting. that was frat boy. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone knows. That was one of his characters that he plays on the show sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I saw no Harley Quinns. I was surprised. Thought that was... That's crazy. That, that was all that with Twitter. It was... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No joke. I saw tons of those. Yeah. They're all just That was like the thing home. to be this year. But... Yeah, it was also kind of weird because I guess people were dressing up Saturday night and not Friday night, but like not everyone got the memo. So you had like the one bar we were at, Brew Pub, had like half the group, like everybody was like dressed like you know and going out, nice clothes kind of thing, you know, picking up them people they want to drink with and whatever. But um, yeah, the other half of the group was just like you know a crayon and Fred Flintstone. And a cyber demon from Doom. Yeah, like weird, weird stuff. 
So the night after, I went to a couple of Halloween parties dressed as the one and only Mr. Bob Ross. A fantastic individual. Yeah. So if you check you my actually, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. You pulled you check, off Bob Ross. If That's you check my Twitter, I got to say, I'm pretty proud of the costume. All I had to buy was a wig and some art supplies. <laughs> you so had rushed like, it. Did you I have mean, those terrible dad jeans? Oh you my did, god, right? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they oh, were yeah. just right in the closet waiting. Now the the real question is, did you speak in a quiet voice all night? No, but what well so what I did Yes and no, because some of the parties we were say. one of the or both the parties we were at, like at, there were times it was like too loud, so like I couldn't. Otherwise people couldn't hear me. Um but there you was a too point busy where, playing real American. Yeah. <laughs> but Jess showed up late at the one, the first one we were at. And she came as she was going to be my happy tree. So she had like this, like, you know, leaves all over her and had like uh, branches, like makeup artist stuff on her face. Um, she looked really nice, but she had a blank canvas on the front of her. So at the party, <laughs> I sat there and painted on the canvas and like narrated <laughs> the entire time I was doing it. So I was like, that's amazing. We're just going to get these these nice little branches right here. And we're just going to. Oh, look at that. That's just really nice right there. So, how so, many drinks in was this? None. No. Oh, yeah. Really? I, was, I have pure a, acting. <laughs> I have an also. I have a potentially even more pertinent question. Uh, do you know how to paint, or was it just the worst painting of all so time? I have like zero motor skills. Like <laughs> I'm great Fantastic. in Adobe Illustrator, but Adobe Illustrator has a delete button, and real life doesn't. So, yeah, I'm not a very good painter at all. But it was fun. It was a great costume. Um, Check out at Shrives93 on Twitter. My picture is still me as Bob Ross, and I'm side-by-side with the real Bob Ross. Um, So you can do a little compare and contrast analyses. Yeah. It's on point. (laughs) So... And I know that it's it's actually analysis. You don't need to be a grammar Nazi. I wasn't... I was going to let it go. Just for you. Analyses are more than one analysis. Yeah. I know what's up. So we played Batman episode three. Okay. Nature. I got a problem with this episode. Oh. I got a big problem. I'm actually like to the point where like I'm not actually looking forward to the rest of this game. Like Ooh. at all. Okay. I will play it, but I'm like so unhappy with the Spill way means. that things turned out. Whoa, 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 Marty. Are you what? Yeah, I mean, not, like, in a super spoiler way, but, like... The, I don't think there's what. literally any way... There's so much going on in this episode that's, like, twisty that I don't think... Well, you can... Chris, use, do you think we could use, use a discussion? Was there a, a, a BS twist that didn't go anywhere? Are, are, there, you talking about the, are you talking about the apartment? Are you talking about the speech? I'm talking about... Yeah, I just want to know... Where Bruce Wayne ends up. Yeah, so is there a specific oh, moment? Oh, at the end, yeah. So... All that right. doesn't make you for excited? thirty seconds. I'm gonna Marty. I want you to take your headphones off. No, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for everyone else. Well, not. I just we were gonna like... give them. All right. We don't have to. <laughs> if did, you guys want to, it did I'll something dip, that. But... All I'm gonna say is, it did something that in a lot of Batman lore, whenever it happens, I tend to get really, really upset and really frustrated when it happens because it did just it like... do the the trope. Like, did it just go back to the roots of Batman? Marty, you can't, you can't, you can't ask these questions. You can't right, even fair guess. Enough. Yeah, fair like, enough. It, it did this thing that I was like, really? Like, this is the direction we're taking this in. 
and it's it's such a and I, I i think it what bothered me the most was the first two episodes were so original and how they handled a lot of different situations and then i'm like now we're here like i've seen this before and i haven't liked it anytime it's happened but perfect i think that's a, a perfect way to get through non-spoiling yeah. because now well, I, I, I have just, an idea of why you're not you're not digging it and it totally well, makes I, sense yeah and i have a question because episode three did more for me than the previous ones like i am way more excited to see what's going to happen next were, based on what happened in this episode don't get me wrong there were things i really really liked about it it was just that the very the very end of it when the you curtain, realize where it's going yeah. and they show you like next time on batman and like and when they do that yeah. i was like you've got to be freaking kidding me that this is where this is going like i was so upset jess was too like we were i don't know maybe really? we're in the minority yeah we need to have a conversation after the show will, about this because i because man like okay all right i mean you're obviously everybody Props is entitled to, to their own opinion i've, but I've loved everything so far but the very end of it i was like Mm-mm. nope not for me i already know where this is going I hope they maybe uh, switch it up for you. I I'm excited so. to play I, it all when it comes out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I really need it. to. I'm yeah. looking forward to talking to you about when you've seen this before because I haven't, and maybe that just means that you've seen some stuff that I haven't. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um. And then I, I've been playing more of Arkham Origins. This game is terrible. I've come to the conclusion this game just is not interesting. Maybe it's because I'm I'm playing it on PS3. I don't like the story. Um. I, well, I mean, the story's not going to change on PS4. Well, no, 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 I know that. But, like, um, that's just, like, another reason I don't like it. It runs, yeah, like, garbage. Actually, it's totally not even available on PS4. Like, Gotham is not fun to be in. I've come to that conclusion. It's not fun to run around. It's very cumbersome. There's invisible walls all over this game. Like, they're freaking yep. everywhere. It's impossible to get yep. around. Um, are, so, are you going to swap it out? Nope, I'm gonna finish it. Um, I think I have like a third of the way to go. Just want to put like that. Like if I looked at the belt. guide, I was like close, but I'm like, you know what? I'll just I'll power through it. It's fine. What? Why for? It, just because you're so far through. Yeah, like that's what I mean. I I put so much time in it, and I'm like, I I can suck it up and finish this game. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to see how, shame. It, how it ends. Like, uh, yeah, there's a lot I don't like about it. Um, yeah, I love the Joker stuff, but that's like pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and then my dad came over thursday and tried playstation vr loved it it was really really cool it was like the first that person cool. that i was like because he's very he can't play first person games um he gets like really really motion sickness or has terrible motion sickness um and he just watching him have that moment where you know the game fires up and um he turned on job simulator um and the way that works you're standing in like this almost like a museum and that first time when you look around and you're just like whoa and you know you can see that there's like 360 degrees you know all around you and um you're in the world you're in the world yeah you know it was pretty pretty awesome to watch him i gotta try this i've got to try this yeah i think more of my family's coming over tomorrow to try it out so cool now you should film some of their reactions seriously yeah yeah that would be be cool. cool yeah i'll throw it on the twitter Cool. Yeah, that's but what I was just going to say. That's all I got this week. That's all me. Cool. Cool. Uh, Martin. Hello. So, I've been... Sorry uh, to use your full name, but... Uh, I appreciate it. It makes me feel very professional. You know, not excellent, like the baby excellent. at this table. All right. So, I've been playing some Battlefield 1, 
And I'd just like to report, it is not a No Man's Sky situation. This game is still fabulous. Um, Excellent. I'm really Excellent. sad. That's what we like to hear. Neither of you guys have picked it up. It's really bumming me out, but I'll deal with it. There's, there's, I, it's one of those that I'm, I'm like, I, I've thought about, I've watched some videos, I've watched some Let's Plays. It looks, it looks really good. It's just, it's one of those games that like, if nothing was coming out, like I totally would, but there's like within like between, you know, today and over the next like week or two, like there's some really, there's some things that I've been really looking forward to that just, they just are yeah. taking my attention away gotcha. from it. So. Well, I'm, I'm having a blast with it. Really, really enjoying the single player campaign. I just skipped through all the plane stuff. Um, really hoping they patch that. Haven't checked, but maybe they did. I know they get, we're getting a ton of hate for it. Um, that we talked about that last week, where they changed the plane controls in single player and multiplayer. The right. Multiplayer feels fun, and the single player feels terrible. Yeah. So I'm really, really mm. hoping they patch that. Um, I got back into Mafia Three a little bit. Okay. Um, it's just it's a cool story, but the gameplay's not there. I've done everything. Like I, I kind of talked about this the first week that I was playing it. Um. And, and with Battlefield come, that came out, I just, I haven't really wanted to sit down. I forced myself, try to get a little through, uh, like, some of the more um, single-player missions rather than the offshoot side quests. And that's carrying the story a little more and carrying me through the game a little more. Still yeah. not having a, too much fun. Do you, um, so you, would you say that the multiplayer is, like, far better than the single-player? Oh, I mean, I know you're a multiplayer on, on guy. Battlefield? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Excuse me. I, I, I was speaking on Mafia. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. The single player in Battlefield 1 is amazing. Okay. It's, it's story-driven FPS like I haven't seen for ever. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. so grounded and so gritty. And, like, it really, like... In these little vignettes, I care about the people I'm with. And I care about the character you're playing. Yeah. And, like... When somebody dies because it's war, like it, it matters and it's impactful. And like if you're playing a COD campaign, it doesn't matter who dies. Like in Call of Duty, you die. Like the person you're playing dies. And it's like, <laughs> eh, whatever. Like it just doesn't matter. So if I would rank like single player, multiplayer, multiplayer is definitely higher for me because that's who I am. But the single player is worth the $60 in my opinion. Wow. Like, it's it's a full-fledged game. That's just high praise. Just single player. Yeah. So, if you guys are looking for a World War One, Two era, you know, like, obviously it's one, but that old-school era, um, really, really in-depth, beautiful, beautiful game, pick it up. And the multiplayer is cherry on top, extra icing. Like, it is perfect. S- so, what do you think? You think this game's got got serious legs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm genuinely excited about the next DLC. They're going to uh, do, like, the French military and uh, kind of talk more about that. And, like, I hear there's going to be, like, a white flag that you can wave. Um, that's about it. Oh. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's a what, I was about to say, like, what, <laughs> mechanics, what mechanics could that bring to it? That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm French, so I can make the, I can make the surrender joke um, <laughs> that probably no one got. Anyway, um, yeah, so Battlefield 1, amazing. Pick it up. Back to Mafia 3. I might finish it. I might not. Coin toss. It's a good game. I like the story. Mm. I like the social commentary. The gameplay feels dated. The graphics aren't that great. 
it's a little clunky. Um, last thing I've been playing and I've been having a ton of fun with is Civilization VI. Okay. Um, Tell me all the things about this game. Okay. Because I'm very intrigued. Have you ever played a Civ game? No. Not like enough where I've sat down and been like, I get this game. Okay. It's always been it's, like, all right, I'll try it out for like a half hour. Yeah, you get it on Steam sale for super cheap. Yeah. Right. It's very, very deep. It's it's civilization at its core. It's less Beyond Earth, way more Civ Five. Um, but they really do a few things to turn it on its head. Um, there's like a little bit more deep into the culture. The unit stacking is different. The biggest change they made is the cities and how they work. Um, your city used to just sit on a tile and it was its own thing. Um, and they've changed it to where now you build districts, they call them. And these individual districts will change certain aspects of your city and of your um, production in that city. So if you build like a, a campus, your city will generate more science. And depending on where you locate that campus, geographically, it will give you more science, right? More And, and in, in save the resources, it's like science, culture, faith, money. Um, okay. So not to like deep dive into Civ because that's you know five podcasts in of itself. Um, yeah, it's it's more Civ. It's a little faster paced in my opinion. Um, I I think they really ironed out some of the diplomacy issues that I had with Civ Five, where they're a little easier, a little more easy to understand. Um, I like how they took out roads, put in trade routes, things like that, just to make it a little more accessible, but still deep and still very much civilization. Have you noticed it's, like, whether or not it's very, very graphic-intensive? Like, do you notice, like, your hardware's kind of, like, taking a beating while running it? I, I've, I've heard it's, like, a little bit much for I'm certain running, machines to run. I'm running a 980 Ti. I'm having no issues. But okay. I mean, I'm running 32 gigs of RAM, and I've noticed I get a RAM spike, RAM spike more than a GPU spike. Oh. Because it's not graphically intensive. It's processing intensive. Right. My CPU runs at about 30%, and I have an i7. Um, while running the game, I I ran these and benchmarked the game after I had heard about this, and it's not really hitting my system that much, but you know, um, I it's noticeable. If you have a lower end rig, throw the settings on medium, you'll be fine. Low if you have to, but any one of us totally fine to crank it to high. So um, is it's a top down strategy game, right? Yes, grid or so, tile based. So, is it similar at all to like a StarCraft no. or something? It's not RTS. It's turn based, right? So, in StarCraft, it's it's all about how many actions you're making that second, right? APM yeah. is the major metric. App, Which I actually minute. really—that's the biggest thing that I don't like about it. It's yeah. So it's a strategy game. StarCraft is, but it's more like an action game where like you yeah. don't ever want to just pull your units. You want your units to be doing something. Civilization is more a game about like politics and you it's more strategy. It's it's a board game more than RTS in every sense of the word. Um it's it's really fluid for being a turn-based game where like everyone takes their turn at the same time if you're playing multiplayer, stuff like that, unless there's conflict and it will dynamically switch that. So like if if two countries are about to be at war or like maybe they're hostile and they're next to each other it will like dynamically switch to be like oh we're gonna make this person take his turn first and then this person so as to not create a conflict there you know what i mean um 
So yeah, is is there any sort of a, a demo or a trial for people who there's like, no. are just interested in checking it out? I haven't seen a demo. Um, okay. I, I will tell you this. It, judging um, just by the games you like and, and stuff, it's very, very up your alley. It's political. Okay. It's um, world building. It's city building. You can do the whole thing not going to war once. There's multiple different victories. You can do a culture of victory. You can do so a religious it- victory. Forgive me for, you know, kind of just like keeping throwing things out there no, because you're I fine. really don't I don't have a frame of reference for this. Yeah. Um is it is it at all like SimCity? Yes and no. Whereas in SimCity you're building their city individually. Here yeah. you're crafting your entire civilization. So like the city, right, is just one tile. Okay? But in Okay, that so city, you don't do like a building by building or no, stuff like that. No. Okay. I mean not technically, right? So like um Without deep diving into this, because like I said, that'll be its own yeah, huge, episode, huge episode if we wanted to do something like that. Um, and if you can't explain it, that's fine. Oh, that's, we'll just no, I can't. I can't. So there's a tile, and then you'll have different districts in Civ Six, right? That will do different things, and those are your only buildings that you're building outside of your city, and those take a, a tile themselves. Now your city will grow its borders as you have more population by food. And, and, and housing, things like that. And th- those are just game mechanics you'll learn if you play. Um, but, like, you'll have, like, a unit that will build a farm, right? And that'll increase your mm. food. Or you'll have a unit build a mine, and that will increase your production. So it's not like it's very... Um, there's not tons of resources you have to manage. There's just, um, like, different paths that you have to be paying attention to. So it's, it's very... Um, like StarCraft in the managing like the macro sense where you're looking at everything at once and being like oh I, I want to choose this particular path and get to this victory but it's less about StarCraft where you're just like building 10 units and going and attacking building 10 units going and attacking like mm, you, it's okay. very realistic as like you build up an army and then you go fight and you supply that army and you keep that army it's not like throwing stuff away you know what i mean and you're not that actually makes a lot more sense yeah you're not always fighting either like most of the games i'm not at war with anyone i'm just i try to be friendly i I really enjoy going for like the scientific victory where like you have to launch a satellite and have a man on the moon and you win you beat the game as a scientist culture and and i think that's see that sounds that sounds even more fun than starcraft i'm gonna have to check this out it's a great $60 um, and the online campaigns are in my opinion the best part because it's like playing a board game with your friends online and and sorry to drag this out I know we've we've kind of spent a lot of time on Civ but it's definitely yeah. a deep game it's something brand new and I really really enjoy it well you even so. said like it, it is similar to Civilization 5 yes it's so I mean similar. if somebody wanted to get like a taste of it and you know that game usually goes on sale like pretty regularly yeah, You'll probably pick it up for, for like, like ten, 10 bucks. five, ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to see. Yeah, that's definitely a good starting point. I would say it's very similar to Civ Five. Um, I think Civ Six is the place to start if you have the money. If that makes sense. Obviously, yeah, it's brand absolutely. new, um, but I think they've really, really streamlined a ton of the systems and made it feel um, less clunky, but no less deep, which I think is really a feat in and of itself. 
Um, and I'm not like a Civ expert or anything. I don't claim to be. But I've put, you know, maybe 100 hours into Civ 5 over the course of a few few years. And I, I'm two campaigns deep into Civ 6. And I'm really, really enjoying it. So uh, cool. that's my gaming experiences for this week. I highly recommend Civ 6. Highly recommend Battlefield 1. Mafia 3, wait for a sale. It's cool for a while. Um, I think I'm done with Mafia 3 as I've talked about it and decided during the course of this podcast because I could play Civ <laughs> and Battlefield. Um, hey, that's I, what we're here for. Exactly. Last thing I've been doing is I've been watching Westworld. And we've talked about it a few times, but this show is the best thing on TV, hands down, and you guys need to be watching it. <laughs> They're on what, like, week, what is it, week three, right? Week five. Week so five? Episode, oh, my God. Episode five. Episode five just came out on Sunday. Uh. And every single episode is better and better. Every single episode. I am 100% in. Like, this show is doing everything that, that Game of Thrones does for me faster. Um, I, I'm so into the world, the characters. I love, like, the subplots. It's really, really great. Um, so, so I have a personal question for yes. you, Marty. How long until you get a Westworld tattoo? Oh, like three weeks. <laughs> yes, weeks. I have okay. a Game of Thrones tattoo. Don't worry about it. Um, Which one is that? It's a, it's a video game, it's cool. Game of Thrones tattoo. That was oh, that was actually right. one of the that was actually an early touchstone of our uh, of our friendship, Marty. Yep. Coming out of the ice recall. cream shop. Yep, coming out of there, and I I walked up to you and I said, "Iron from ice." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "What did you just say to me?" <laughs> I was a little inebriated. I apologize. That's true. Well, we also That's had true. just seen. Well, we didn't see it, but somebody had just gotten hit by a car right before. Yeah, that. yeah, right. Remember down that? The street? Yeah. It was like some random pedestrian. They were like, oh, somebody got hit by a car. It happens all the time. We were like, "What?" <laughs> That's crazy. So anyway, San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Ice, ice cream and cars. But uh, yeah, guys, Westworld, please watch it. I need some people to talk to. And I would really like it to be you guys. I will tell you between right. now and next week, I probably do not have time to watch it. I think the following week I do. You should just bust through a few episodes next week then. Okay. Really just try to get through. Like you'll watch the first episode and you will be in, if not money back guarantee. Like how much you, money are we getting back on this? Whatever. Let's bet. Like, oh, I got, fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. Th- my whole bank account. You guys are going to love this show. Like, I stake everything on it. Let's go. Does your bank account just have a couple of moths in it? It's 17 cents. <laughs> so, like, seriously, though, give it a check. Everyone listening, if you have HBO, great. You're probably already watching it. If you don't, go get HBO Go to watch this. It's fan. How much is HBO to Go? Do you know? HBO now is, like, 15 bucks. Okay. A month, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think it's worth it for this one show. All right. So, that's me. I guess we can listen to you or whatever. Okay. All right. Well, this week, uh, no surprise. I did a whole lot of stuff. (laughs) I did a lot of things. So, uh, so this week I beat dark souls three, the first DLC ashes of Ariandel. And let me tell you, it is pretty, pretty, pretty intense. Uh, it is really good. Um, some interesting, without getting too much into the weeds, like it really gets into some of the lore that I was not expecting them to get into. Um, for those of the, of you familiar with dark souls three, they get into some Yoria stuff, 
which I was not expecting. Uh, and um, there's a lot of other things. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. I was uh, gonna say but, lore in a Dark Souls game. Weird. Yeah, I know. Uh, and the I I went in completely uh, media blackout because I didn't want anything to be uh, discussed for me. But let me tell you, I was impressed with some of those fights. Some of those boss fights are freaking ridiculous. Um, and the final the final boss fight is like one of my favorites awesome. from the Soul series. Like it's it was really fun. Uh, anyway, I don't want to say any more, anything more about that except thumbs up, big fan. Go Although I got freaking, I got freaking lost as crap in the, <laughs> in that DLC. I wandered around for like hours without even finding anything. Isn't that oh half God. the fun? Just, like I couldn't, I was, I was like, when am I going to hit the first boss? <laughs> I just kept wandering around and kept wandering around. And I was like, where is it? I feel like I've been everywhere. And then you just stumble upon something that you didn't see before, and then you, it leads you down the rabbit hole and all sorts of craziness. So that was really fun. If you're into Dark Souls and you liked Dark Souls 3, this is more the same. Great mechanics, fantastic new enemies. Everything feels really fresh uh, and, and definitely challenging. So uh, enjoy it. Uh, a lot of people are, are complaining, or I've, I've heard some people complain that it's too short. Um, I mean, I, it's, I don't even know that I've seen everything in it and i was in it for i don't know i want to say like four or five hours gotcha um you think you got your money and it's it's 15 bucks so when you're looking at i mean yeah okay i I think yeah four or five hours 15 bucks yeah that's not bad uh i mean it's it's if you were to split up the and because like 15 dollars, that's like a fourth of the original game and the original game is way longer than four times as long. So, like, when people get into that whole hours of gameplay versus money kind of value proposition, it gets a little dicey. I hate. I don't like to though. do that. Yeah, it's I like to. I like to get into like the feel of it. And this felt very fresh and very new, which is something that I'm always looking for in a from software uh, Souls type game. Uh, and knowing that this could be the last souls game or it could be the last souls game even for a very long time before they come back to it i was just hungry for anything so i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna get in on all of it because there's 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 a finite amount of souls games in this universe and i want to experience all of them so if you're into it get into it it's good thumbs up uh then i got really deep into pillars of eternity uh, which is a top-down game. I think I discussed it briefly last week. Yeah, it's it's like an Infinity Engine kind of successor. Yep. I think it was actually a Kickstarter game um, from a while ago because I keep finding these little. Um, I keep finding these little monuments. Like every time you come across a tombstone, you click on it, and there's like a little message from like an actual person. And some of them are like in-universe type stuff, and then one of them was like, "Hey, check this out, yo." And it's just like totally out, like doesn't fit in the world at all. Or like, hey, this one goes out to my buddy. Uh, you know, he died a couple of years ago. Died in two thousand two. Uh, he was my first gamer friend, and stuff. And it's like you're just reading it in this fantasy universe. You know, that's cool. That it's, it's there like, though. It's, yeah, I was like, that's weird, but uh, whatever. So, I, so I feel like there was a there was a, like there was a tier that you could back where you could like get a message into the game yeah. on a tombstone or something like that. And like I, I just went into a place in, in a city. That was called the catacombs. So as you can imagine, 
a lot of monuments, a lot of tombstones, a lot of like little placards on the wall. So I just read tons of them. Uh, and they store them for, uh, you know, for you in the menu so you can like reference them anytime. Oh, that's cool. And uh, one of them had like a big long thing in Latin that I translated. And it was like a little, uh, like a little saying that was pretty morbid, but whatever. <laughs> this uh, is weird. <laughs> there was there, my favorite one, and I don't know why I'm going into this, but like it was just really cool. It was, uh, it was like, here, um, here lies Timmy. He used to love to run. He would run and run and then run some more. And then one day he stopped. So here he is. And I was like, that's brilliant. Ooh, I love that. Wow. <laughs> so weird. It was just like talking about somebody who just ran and ran and ran and he just kept running and now he's not running anymore. So he's right here. People, and it's just, it's just so cool. People are like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to go into Pillars of Eternity and I'm going to write some stuff on this wall. And some weirdo named Brian is going to read it. And that's you know what? what he wants to do with his life. I yeah, just kept I loved it. on running. It was good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. It was good. That's cool. Thanks, so, uh, so, Thank you, so that's what I did. Uh, I'm really getting into the story. The story uh, is kind of unexpectedly uh, thought-provoking because um, it's all about the nature of consciousness and the soul. Uh, and so there, there are people who basically reincarnation is a thing in this universe. And so when people remember moments from their past lives, they call that an awakening. And sometimes it goes well and they remember things about their past selves that they, that are actually good. And sometimes they remember that like they were involved in like a war and they did some pretty heinous stuff. Uh, and it like kind of weighs on them. And there's other people who like actually become kind of possessed by their previous kind of memories. Yeah. And so there's, there's like a lot of weird stuff going on. Um, and so it's it's kind of really interesting to be playing a game that is this it's it's not like in your face cerebral but it just it just gives a lot of opportunities for kind of introspection and kind of thinking about what is consciousness like does the soul exist like these sorts of things and these are all things that I I think are really interesting just personally well, wasn't a lot so of that based kind off of like Buddhist kind of teachings and I, knew, I mean yeah like this is like a terrible example but like <laughs> Isn't it like the Hangover 2 or 3 where he's in the Buddhist temple and then he's like, then you he had an like awakening or something? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Or he's enlightened. Yeah. Yeah. You, so you've seen that? Yeah. Yes. That's not something you should tell people. Yeah, the movie's pretty bad. I've also seen it. <laughs> I apologize to, you know, my yeah, eyes. Yeah, whatever. So, uh, so anyway, I'm really enjoying that. I'm looking forward to it. It's basically what I've been doing primarily uh, this week is playing a lot of Pillars of Eternity. There's a, cool. there's, there are like some areas that feel really empty, but then, um, and they'll just have like some enemies and stuff. And it's just like a means to an end of just passing through and getting to what I'm actually trying to get to. Uh, but anyway, the, <clears throat> there, are, there are times when I'll, I'll come across somebody who needs something or like some sort of a mystery. And then I end up going back to those places. So I feel like it's very smartly designed uh, and I'm really excited to kind of delve more into it. Cool. Um, uh, I've also been playing uh, Overwatch. I played that with, uh, you know, with Josh and Nicole. Uh, had a lot of fun with that. Also played some Diablo 3 Season 8. I've never played a seasoned character before. That's something they didn't have on the console versions, which is yeah. where I spent most of my time. Uh, so I've, since I've been playing it on PC, I had that. So that's been enjoyable. Um, and that is pretty much it for games. I also watched The Flash. Started Great. watching The Flash. Great show. And let me tell you, that show is so fun. I was going to yeah, ask, did you fun. like it? I've never seen it. 
Um, but people I'm up like through, rave I think, about like it. Like the eighth episode. Eighth? I'm up through like the eighth episode. Yeah. Okay. It's and, so uh, fun. It is really fun. I like it more than the Arrow. Oh and yeah. I know that everybody says that, but like it's just more like just Barry Allen, just the Flash, man. Like I like Superman, and now like. I like the flash. Like I like people who enjoy their powers, who like helping people just do it for the fun. Don't have some like huge burden weighing on their conscience, like Oliver Queen, like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oliver Queen is just like bad Batman. Like, yeah. Marty, have you, have you watched universe. all of it? The flash? Yeah. I'm current. Um, until this season. Okay. Um, and I'm about on, to like, start season watching three at this season. point. Three. Yep. And, and I'm like, about to but watch it's still season. good. Oh yeah. Still great. Getting okay. better. Because I've heard a lot Getting of people better. with Arrow, they like by like season I two watched, or three, they kind of fell off. I watched Arrow till season f- f- Damien Dark. I watched it all the way to Damien Dark, and I was okay. just like, "No, I'm good." Do you watch Arrow? <laughs> Me? Yeah. No, no, no? I've never okay. watched. I don't watch any superhero TV shows at all. The Flash isn't a superhero TV show. Like it is, and there's like some crossover, and it's like, oh, that's fun. But like, it's so just lighthearted and like fun and it's not trying to be this whole dc gritty uh, world it's like he's just rounding up metahumans doing his thing or, or or dc or or uh marvel gritty thing like jessica jones and daredevil yeah you mean like the and good Punisher. ones though where they're like I mean, actually they're, good they're, and well written well, yes, and well choreographed but i'm saying it's not <laughs> like that like it's more lighthearted, which is more what i want yeah for sure it, it just feels like marvel does it right when they try to do gritty like Kilgrave in Jessica Jones is oh, actually frightening, and so like good. such a cool villain, and like yeah. I, and like in the Flash, it's like a new villain every season, and it's just like, eh, here you go. Granted, I'm sure it's going to be like that with Jessica Jones, but the Jessica villains- Jones seasons feel good, and the fl- and like Arrow's like <clears throat> whatever. It's like I will say this: of the, the Flash villains feel real dumb, but but he's it's cool. fun, yeah. The Flash villains feel dumb to, like, make Barry feel fun and cool. And they're not, like, evil. You know, Like, they're evil, but they're not, like, they're not, like, try-hard evil. It's not the Joker. They're it's not just like it's, the world. They're just, like, bank robbers or something. Yeah. Isn't Mark Hamill the trickster in one of the episodes? Yeah, and he's actually really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh I haven't gotten there. Out. It's good. It's fun. It's a Christmas theme episode, and it's like so bad it's good. <laughs> oh, so man. it's cool that they can I'm do looking that. forward to that. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. a show that I genuinely yeah. and maybe I'm being biased, but like it's a show that I can genuinely watch and just be like, this is terrible and I love it. And I don't get that with any other shows. Right. You know it's endearing. I mean? It really it's is. Endearing, yeah. And the guy, the kid that plays Barry Allen, I say kid, he's like thirty. <laughs> Such a good actor. Like he really nails it. He really nails who he is. He does. 21-year-old Marty's the like, these kids <laughs> running around with the powers, yeah. <laughs> getting all over the place all quick. It's I'm fun. 22, it's fun. Uh, so you go ahead and be nice. Anyway. Brian, That's awesome, though. Yeah. I'm glad you're Cisco. enjoying it. You like Cisco? Cisco? Oh, absolutely. Cisco Ramon, best character. Oh, he's so good. Uh, for those of you that watch Flash. Oh, I know. thought you were, okay. I thought we were switching gears and you were asking me if I liked the dragon, Cisco. No, not. I thought you were the talking thong about Cisco, the, Cisco thong song. the dragon. Yeah. No. Yes. Cisco yeah. in the Flash. But you I was know, like, what I'm yeah, about, like right? we freaking we sang the Pokemon song with him. Like, <laughs> we did. Come on, guys. We did sing the Pokemon song with in Cisco San Francisco. The we sang we sang uh, Cisco led us in a in a rendition of the Pokemon song, which was super good. Uh, I don't so, know yeah. about good, but it was fantastic. 
I, what the heck do you want me to say? <laughs> well, I'm just saying the singing anyway. wasn't good. <laughs> yes, no, Cisco, Cisco in the Flash is good. Everybody is, everybody's good. Yeah. Let me tell you, let me tell you that Dr. Wells, I got an, I like, I have to keep watching. I stayed up until four last night staying up because I'm like, I have to know what's going on. What is going on? Binge it. What enjoy is going on? It. Enjoy it. So anyway, so, um, there's some other stuff that we can get to. Um, and I definitely have some, some questions later on. I'm trying to pick the next thing that I'm going to play after, uh, after pillars. I picked up some games, uh, today and I've got some kind of sitting on the back burner as well as the PlayStation plus games, which just went out, which included everybody's gone to the rapture, which is something I'm interested in, but I got, I've got resident evil. Everybody's gone to the rapture, Alan wake and vanishing of Ethan Carter that I'm thinking about playing next that I've never played. Which resident What's evil? Up? The original one? Number the number one that went up on PS oh, Plus like PS last Plus month, one. I think. Okay. Yeah. So, you know me, old games are bad. Um, Alan Wake is actually really, really interesting. Um, I really like it because it's it's a Stephen King novel, and it's made okay. by Remedy, and I love Remedy. Um, is it legit a Stephen King novel? Like Alan no, Wake is is no, a book by Stephen King? No, but it. It's a it, feel, it has you know the I mean? yeah. It, it has that same it's, kind of feel. It's basically you would like that. it a it's lot, right? You, you, I like how you definitely have that like authory like vibe. You know, you really enjoy that stuff. And it yeah. tells. I mean, I like really, writing and reading and all that sort of it stuff. It tells a really interesting, um, like banger main Stephen King style story in a in a video game where nothing feels quite right, and I love that. Um, interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah, I really it's like fun. that. It's fun. It's fun. Um, I heard good things, and so I picked it up. This is, I mean, this is from deals later, but but the Vanishing of Ethan Carter and Alan Wake were on sale on GOG for like super cheap. So I picked up, I picked up Alan Wake and Alan Wake's American Nightmare for like seven dollars for the both of them. Combined. Oh wow! I picked up, I picked um, up American Nightmare. Eh, Alan Wake the original is definitely where it's at. Yeah, and Vanishing of Ethan Carter was like four dollars. Well, Vanishing so. of Ethan Carter is supposed to be really good, but I haven't played it unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah. So. Basically, that's a little sneak preview of what we're going to cover in deals. But like, I picked those up because I was like, I've heard really great things. I've been looking for an opportunity. I miss a humble bundle of ways back because I didn't have a PC. So like, I want to jump back in and like and try these. So so um so if you've got an idea of, of what you guys think I should you know lean towards, Alan Wake is totally fine. I've heard uh, I've heard Vanishing of Ethan Carter is like pretty short, like maybe three four hours, something like that. I'm not sure. I don't know anything uh, about that. I haven't that really game. looked up anything about that. Yeah, I heard Marty Sleva from IGN talk about that, uh, and uh, he was super into it. So, uh, and he and I see pretty much eye to eye on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, awesome. Except Banjo Kazooie personality. Yeah, <laughs> except Banjo Kazooie because Banjo Kazooie stinks. <laughs> now, in the day, I'm I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. Caveat: in the day, I'm sure it was fantastic. I can't play that now. It's trash. Nope. Once again, um, once again, Marty's him. rule of if it's old, it's bad, is correct. It, and everyone except realizes. it's not. That game is whatever. Anyway. Except <laughs> that the greatest game of all time, Super Metroid, is way older than that. Nope. Let me look Terrible. into Banjo's eyes as he hangs from my <laughs> ceiling and say... As he hangs from the noose. Yeah, as he ceiling. hangs from a noose from my ceiling. No, I have a portrait okay. of Banjo hey, on my wall. Guys. It's okay, go, buddy. Yeah. Go play Battlefield 1. It's a new game. Really pretty. You might like it. It's, uh, it's a new you know, game, not which, made in now, 1992. Give it a try. Now, now hold on. Yes. Uh, you know, by the um, God, I feel like I'm I'm am just gonna butcher this. By the if you if you take 
the converse of what you say. A bad game is bad, uh-huh. or an old game is bad. Also, a bad game Con- is bad. Also true. Yes, Con- yes also true. <laughs> uh, conversely, does that mean that a new game is good? If Marty says so, according to the rule of Marty. Yeah. So basically, this is just what Marty says is good. Is yeah, good. It's what called Marty the, says it's is called bad. Is bad. The arbitrary it's called the rule, rule of Marty. The arbitrary rule of Martins, and all Martins oh. know it. We just know. But, it's like uh, the rule of thirds. You can ask us. Yeah, you can ask us. Yeah, any okay. one of us. Just let us know. Any Martin. Yeah. So if you Martin know what, if, if, if there's Martin a Martin, Galazzi? if there's a Martin in your life, ask them what is good and what is bad, and they will know. They'll just. They're, know. they're just. They're a barometer for the cosmos. They just. They just are in tune. It's. They're like the atomic <laughs> clock of taste. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're always right. Oh, oh, can I put God. that on my resume? I, yes. I'm the economy, I'm often known as <laughs> a resume. Wait, <laughs> by my peers, I'm called, often referred to as the atomic clock. When when you get arrested and they ask you if you have any aliases, that you have to you legally have to say that. <laughs> uh, I have been atomic called the atomic clock, clock of, of taste. taste. I'm widely known on the internet as. So uh, yeah. Anyway, Alan Wake on that list is what I would pick. Yes. Yeah, okay, I gotta write that down because that has to be the name of the episode. <laughs> the Atomic Clock of Taste. <laughs> yes, that's the name of the episode, guys. So there's a sneak preview. What What else are we talking about here? Because Because uh, I want to get into this news subject. Because I'm real excited for the first thing on that there list. Brian, do I have the Almighty Host's permission? Do it. Oh, Mass Effect Andromeda trailer, and Seven Day. Yes, indeed. And Seven Day. Got okay, it. so I thought you were oh, excited wait a second. about what it's we got totally today. Not... No. It's totally not N7 Day, is it? No. It they were. Be? So today they released a trailer for... Wait, what? Yeah, dude. Guys, I totally missed this. Okay, so I will explain to our listeners. Today, and on November 1st, they released a trailer for Mass Effect Andromeda. It's about a minute and a half long. All it is I s- <laughs> is two people standing on a moon, and I think they're looking at Earth, which I was like, but they they're are. in the Andromeda Galaxy. That's weird. Um, and then they were like, get ready for uh, N7 Day. Just for, for our scientifically uninclined people out there, uh, Earth is not in the Andromeda Galaxy. Correct. We are in the Milky Way and, Galaxy, turns out. And I was, I was going to say, I could see how somebody could get today, November 1st, confused with N7 Day if you write the one with like that little hanging if thing it doesn't on top have and it's a little bit bottom. too far to the side yeah yeah so i i and if you don't draw that little bar halfway like i do that i draw the little slash halfway through the seven Got, so like yeah, you really know yeah, yeah. you really know it's a seven yeah i do the drop down on the top you know what i'm saying that's pretty good as yeah, well yeah. that's pretty good as well so listen unless listen. people think you're just getting really stylish with a one <laughs> i don't know anything about video games apparently because i didn't see that they dropped a, a teaser today but I did see that N7 Day, big announcement, apparently. Um, the release date, still, ways away. But uh, I'm... Wait, are you serious that you didn't know there was a trailer? No, I didn't even see that He's they been dropped at work a trailer all day. today. Yeah, I've been at work. I got off work, came home, You just food, said that out. you were excited about it. That's why you wanted to go into this I next saw, section. I That's saw it so on funny. Twitter that they were doing something on N7 Day. I didn't okay. see the trailer okay today. yeah i don't think i don't so, know this is a <laughs> i watched the trailer with the sound off at work sorry delval uh-huh. um i watched it with the sound on <laughs> at home jerk well anyway so do, do they yeah, even I'm say sorry. anything or is it just like music in the yes. background no they say a lot of stuff oh okay cool. i should probably rewatch it's an invitation that. it's an invitation for people to they're, they're talking about how 
Earth is fantastic, and it's the place where our, it's the cradle of our civilization. It's where we started. But now it's time for us to go further. And then, and it's basically, it's two astronauts, and they're on, they're on the moon, and they're at the original moon landing. But they're in, like, the sleek Mass Effect, like, spacesuits. Got it. And I'm, then it pans up, and there's, like, spaceships in space, and it says, you know, join us, you know, on, like, in into as we travel into the future. And it's, like, join the Andromeda Initiative. And it, it starts, like, whatever. And then it's, like, a okay something like that. So, question for you guys. Let's, uh, yeah. if you don't mind, I'd like to spend five minutes on uh, this here Mass Effect. The okay. ending of Mass Effect 3, if you haven't played it, Sorry, I'm going to spoil. I'm the end all be all of spoilers. I apologize. I'm going to go ahead and do it. You destroy the galaxy. Any way you do it. I mean, not, not, I didn't. Okay, but. Sounds like like you're just a big old jerk, Marty. No, like every ending (laughs) is like. Marty, push the button. Nothing happened. You know what I mean? Like, so are are they just. I did the fusion ending. Yeah. So like you merge with machine, right? And then it's like, oh, this could be bad. So like what ending are they relying on i'm confused like are they just gonna arbitrarily pick one ending or what i think would be cool is did this take place before the reapers invaded see that's that's a theory that's floating around i really hope that that happened because like i it's all about choices and if my choice just doesn't matter because like the galaxy's over in my in mass effect the milky way galaxy is done like well it ends at the galaxy not the universe but so going by Go what yeah. Brian was telling us, you know, what he said was in the trailer yeah. as far as them being like, all right, here's Earth. It's the cradle of our civilization, um, but we got to bounce. You know, we can't be here anymore. Yeah, yeah. That already leads me to believe that it's going to be before the, them the leaving Reapers. the Milky Way galaxy, right? Yeah, the Reapers. Now, other than, this, other than this trailer, I will admit that I've been trying to stay dark on this as well because this is a game that I know I'm going to play because I'm, there are a lot of uh, pe- people out there that will say like, hey, guess what? If you don't like a game, don't buy something from that developer anymore. Uh, and I definitely understand that, and I sympathize with that. I finished Mass Effect 3, and I loved it. Yeah. I had no qualms with the ending. But in in uh, in other people's defense, I played it after the patch. So I don't know if that makes a difference. I've heard it doesn't make hardly any difference at all. It just um, gave a little bit more story. That's all. So so for me, I've I liked it. I never played the first Mass Effect. I I mean I started to play it and I was like, this is super, super boring. It's not enough of a shooter to be fun. It's not enough of an RPG to be compelling. But I feel like in two they they nailed it, and then in three as well. Uh, I w- I'm gonna read through the story of one because I feel like there's some stuff that it I can get out of it. And really I've heard good. that was the I've heard the story in one is like the best. Yeah. Like the whole stuff with Saren and all that stuff. But yeah. I know that I'm going to jump in. So I've been on media blackout um, for they this game. shown anything, dude. So yeah, I mean, not, you really... you're not missing anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like so, you've, seen pro- you've seen more than I have at this point. So Well, I mean, but I feel like there are some people out there who would be able to say definitively, oh, it's definitely after they the fact or it's definitely before. Anything, like I've been on the prowl and they haven't said anything. Okay. Granted, well, I okay. missed this trailer, but... <laughs> now, it could... The, the the idea, based on the post-credit sequence of three... Yeah. ...led me to believe, because... And this is also... we're This is, like, full spoilers, whatever. Yeah, um, we, are, we already said that. Uh, so, but, like, at the end of three, you can't use the mass relays anymore. Yeah. So my So, my understanding was that it was going to follow some people who had maybe been trapped in the Andromeda galaxy and it would be about them 
when they don't have access to the mass relays anymore. Exactly. I was thinking or, wormhole or something of that effect. Now, do do either of you remember where we discovered the first mass relay? Yeah. In the Mass Effect universe, yes. was it in the Andromeda Galaxy? Because no. that could be cool if it was if it was a game about us discovering that and like branching out the as humanity discovering the aliens. That would be dope. The first. Okay, so humans in Mass Effect never leave our galaxy. In okay. one, two, or three, we discover the first Mass Effect relay is frozen on um, Pluto's moon in Ceres. So that's... No, not Ceres. Excuse me. Um, what's Pluto's moon's name? <laughs> I, you guys uh, not going to help me. The only, the only thing I can think of is Mars's moons. It's I'm not. Sorry. Whatever. Um, so, sorry, my astrology friends. Um, so anyway... Uh, Charon. 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 Yeah. Anyway, uh, the... So named Pluto, after the boatman. <laughs> Excellent. In uh, in Greek lore. That's actually kind of cool. Um, <laughs> so that ferries people to the underworld. Yeah, yeah. exactly. F- Pluto's moon is a frozen Mass Effect relay. We discover the knowledge of that on Mars because there's Prometheans on Mars, right? But the Mass Effect relays never allow us to leave our galaxy. Like they are specifically one galaxy. The Reapers, as far as we know, have only been in the Milky Way galaxy. Um, Interesting. Yeah, like maybe... So Andromeda takes place in a place that we've never, ever been to. Yeah, no, no, no. Never, ever. Interesting. Like, when you think about planetary and and, uh, space scale, like, granted we can travel between our galaxy, even with Mass Effect relays, it would take years and years and years to get to Andromeda. Yeah. So my thought is, it it would have to take place after Mass Effect 3. Or Wormhole. Which is what I'm thinking. But if they... But then wouldn't they have said something about that exactly, in the that's, Mass Effect games? That's but you also I'm have like, to... If it is a prequel, like, these people could have gone and then never come back. And, like, they just, and just have disappeared. no idea. Yeah, like, they, there's just no yeah, record of them at exactly. all. Exactly. I guess so. Yeah, and I'm wondering... Regardless, this, I'm like, really interested. Me too. I just want to know a little more. And, like, I genuinely... not. I'll probably pick it up regardless because I'm weak. But, like, if they just, if they just <laughs> say, like... Oh no! This is the the fusion engine. This is the ending that everyone lived, or like whatever. I I don't care. I don't want to play that. Like and like I said, I'll still play it. But like Mass Effect was literally a game about making choices. Like and yeah. it's, that's what they touted it as. Like every time I watch, I, dude, I was in seventh grade, watching like documentaries on the Sci-Fi Channel about Mass Effect and how it was like this trilogy that was every choice you made is gonna like flow through and it got me so excited and I played all three of them and had such a blast and if they were just to be like all that work you did and all those choices whatever like granted I get it's a video game but like well no you also have to I'm remember down with that. yeah but that game <laughs> Mass Effect 1 came out on Xbox in 2007 2007 yeah yeah so yeah Come on, I don't Marty. Want my, like I don't, at some point you gotta choices. let it go. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine, Chris. I'm just saying I don't I don't want my choices to carry over. That's why I appreciate that they're doing it like so far in the future is the the so far what we've heard. Right. Right? But like that's fine. But when a choice that you make in the game is literally you either kill the galaxy or not. Like I don't want them to Oh, like, you don't want that to dictate what the whole story is going exactly. to be moving forward if yeah, that's not I don't the want way that you're to, Okay. Exactly. I think I think that's probably why they're choosing to have the game set in the Andromeda Galaxy because that's they can just safely why. ignore everything. Yeah. They, that's because like why. Because like with with my ending, uh I chose 
and I don't know what it's called. I called it the fusion ending. It might be Where called the harmony ending or something with- like that. Basically, what happens is there's there's an inevitable conflict in the Mass Effect universe between synthetic life and organic life. Yep. And so I choose to end the conflict by forcibly merging all synthetic and organic life so that everybody is at least part organic and part synthetic. That would have a massive, massive impact on the universe moving forward. 100%. Because, because everybody would have cybernetic augmentations. Everybody would at least be part artificial intelligence or have some sort of augmentations. And like there was a whole dynamic of that. And that was like the central thrust of the whole game series. So yeah. And in my ending, they can't. Yeah. Yeah. And in my ending, like I literally wiped off all life and I think I allowed machines to take over in the, in the galaxy. So you sided with the Reapers. Yeah. And like, gum, Marty dark. It just like, that's my ending, and that's cool, and I'm fine with that. But, yeah. like, why... That story's over, and it's time to move on now. Exactly, yeah. and I think it's super cool because, like, let's say some humans escaped, but, like, I don't want the, my humans to be, like, cybernetically augmented. Like, or, or maybe there's no humans in my game. Like, you know what I mean? So I really yeah. hope they, they find a way to be, like, whatever ending you picked, that's your ending, that's great. That's fine. This took place because... 50 years before Mass Effect 1, these ships took off on this civilization voyage. Or, like, there's some wormhole that we found, and, like, it was a secret project, or whatever, you know? Just, like, give us some... It's Bioware. They're known for making story. Don't ruin my story. Absolutely. That's all I'm I'm saying, as an entitled gamer. (laughs) Yeah, and and, and as one last point, unless you've got anything else to say, Chris, uh, as one last point, I would say, like... This is the biggest benefit that games that go um, that go galactic have over something. Because, like, if this happened in Dragon Age, which is another Bioware game, like, and something happened with all the Darkspawn or, like, the Grey Wardens, and, like, that reverberates throughout the world. You can't really escape yeah. a massive thing on that scale. But, like, the universe is big enough when you go on, like, a cosmic scale in these kind of adventures, you can just go like a hop, skip and a junk, a hop, skip and a junk <laughs> hop, skip and a jump over cosmically. And like, nobody has heard of any of the stuff that you're talking about yeah. and you're completely, you know, so, so I feel like that could, they could actually use that to their, to their benefit this time around. And, and I, I think hope they, they have do. to, I really want them to capitalize on that. And I think that'd be a great idea. hundred percent. So, I'm so stoked if they, really 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 take a conscious effort to be like this game was all about the story and all about the choices and we're going to honor that and make something brand new yeah. instead of just being like here you go this is Mass Effect 4 like give us something yeah. new and, and embrace those choices that we made like I said I don't and I, I don't want you to think that I want like um, you know my interaction with Tally to like carry over Chris. no 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 like, and that's I not just what want, like yeah, yeah I wasn't yeah I just want the broader sense of, of my I just wanted you to clarify that was all <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Um, I feel like that was a lot more than five minutes, but it was a good discussion. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, let's let's get to the next thing, uh, Chris. What's next? So, uh, <laughs> end of last week, I think it was on Friday. Um, Hello Games, the developer behind Joe Danger, Joe Danger Two, and the one and only No Man's Sky, have been radio silent since No Man's Sky came out in August, and. The other day on their Twitter, somebody went in um, and tweeted, No Man's Sky was a mistake. 
and that was all it said. Um, and then the tweet was taken down. Um, and then there were a bunch of back and forths between Sean Murray and all these different journalists, you know, empires as they're normally Did are. Did Sean Murray actually tweet back? No. So he was like making comments to Polygon and IGN and was basically like, no, that didn't happen. We got hacked. And then a couple hours later, he's like, okay, so we didn't get hacked. And then a couple hours later, it was, okay, it was a disgruntled employee who had access to our Twitter account. And he tweeted that, <laughs> but we took it down. So sorry about that. And then that was it. They haven't said anything else. <laughs> so God only knows what is going on in that studio. But man, those people cannot be happy. The people, you know, blood. And it's a shame because like nobody should hate their job. Um, I really do feel bad for these devs, but man, yeah, he is just don't give that man a microphone because he's not doing what he needs to do at all. Get a social Who, media. Sean Murray yeah. or the guy. Sean Murray. The... I mean, he's not. Yeah. He's he, he, nothing about this game has been handled well. Like, don't let him talk to the press anymore. Hire somebody who knows no, what they're dude, doing. The dude. I, let me let me just disagree with you there. I think everything leading up to the launch of the game, as far as PR is concerned, was handled real well because a lot of people got hyped for this game. <laughs> yeah, you mean like all the lies and all the misconceptions? Yeah, all the lies yeah, and slander. So well, there's... I mean, now, I haven't played the game, so I can't speak to any of that. But, uh, you know, but I will say whoever was working PR for them was doing a good job. So there's, so. I do want to touch on one thing. I found it today. Um it's on. It's like somewhere on Imgur or Imgur, however you say it. Um, but you know the monorail episode of The Simpsons, like the infa- no, one of the no. infamous episodes, season four. Um, wait, really? Neither of you know what I'm talking about? No, dude, I don't. I've never watched The Simpsons. Oh season. my no, god! Never. All right, not great. We've had this discussion before. No, I know, but like this. Anyway, so it just washes over you anew every time you. Hear I'm it. like completely <laughs> flabbergasted. Anyway, um, so season four. There's an episode called Marge. I think it's Marge versus the monorail. And this guy comes into town. I mean, it sounds awesome. I'm in. But this guy comes into town and he basically like sells Springfield on getting them to like buy into this monorail and installing it, you know, around the city. Uh-huh. And um, there's like this song. See, like, ugh, it's just, it's completely lost on you. <laughs> there's this song that the guy yep. sings, but somebody went in and rewrote the entire song to talk about No Man's Sky. It's pretty funny. Uh, See, this is completely lost uh, you, too. Whatever. <laughs> Somebody I bet you, there's, like, I bet you some, some lucky listener is, like, just get, you know, just wetting themselves with excitement. <laughs> oh, and by the way, curiously. by whatever, the way, uh, we've, we've hit about an hour on the show, so I just want to do a quick shout out to some of our listeners. Uh, Carly and Nick should have just arrived at work. I hope you guys enjoy your day. Come back and listen to the rest of the show later. <laughs> I was talking to them. I was talking to them this week, and they were saying that they, they listened to uh, the Wasabi Batman episode, and they were really angry. That was the first episode they listened to. They're really angry that it was longer than an hour because that's how long their commute takes. Uh, <laughs> hey, you gotta listen. I just wanted to give them back. a little quick shout out. Yeah, that's one. That's a long commute, man. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Owl Boy. So... Owl Boy is out yeah. today. Explain this, to game me this game is this is a I mean, look up screenshots. Like look at no, it. I it did, looks I did. gorgeous. It looks, it looks beautiful. Um, yes. This game has been in development for about nine years, nine or ten years. Uh and what it, is it? It's like a, from what I understand, it's like a Metroid style game, uh, which immediately got my attention. Uh it's a side scrolling game where you're a little kid 
little owl boy flying around fighting a bunch of bosses and stuff like that. It's like it's like Legend of Zelda style, Metroid style stuff. So I'm like 100% in. Um, so I'm looking forward to playing this, but uh, I was thinking about maybe uh, streaming it at some point. Yeah, but, uh, that'd but be we'll fun. see. We'll see what we'll see what happens. Um, I so I just that. wanted to let everybody know it's it's been anticipated by a lot of people who are in the know, but I don't know how widespread knowledge of this game is. I, I've heard some people talking about it, but, um, I gotta tell you, but yeah. I'm, I pride myself. I'm pretty up on things, right? I tend to, mm-hmm. I tend to read a lot of video game news. I didn't know about this game at all until you brought it up probably like two months ago. I was like, owl boy, what the heck <laughs> is he talking about? And then on Kotaku today, they had, it was like, owl boy's finally out. I was like, Again, I don't know what this game is. <laughs> completely well, there you go, Chris. There you go, Chris. Maybe you're not as on top of apparently, things as you I'm not, thought. I'm better buddy. than Marty not knowing about Mass Effect, though, apparently. Hey, you know what? It's all good. Some people got to be good. the breadwinners in their family. All right, Chris? Love you, boo-boo. Hey, people, you know what? Some people got to get some bread and put it on the table. Just the best though. thing is some people have to bring some bacon home and fry it in a pan. Yeah. You know, it's all, it's all you know, whatever. And this is, this is the thing. We all bring our own strengths to the show. So we'll just let that be that you you're what? absolutely forgiven. Chris, we're going to play some owl boy. We're gonna have a good time. I've heard it's fantastic. I haven't gotten a chance to, uh, you know, to go hands on with it yet, but I'm going to do that. If, uh, Appreciate if you. you guys can find my strength. If you can find my strength, let me know. Just let me know. Uh, what strength well, you're the, you're the atomic clock of taste. Oh yeah. Like, yeah we yeah, already yeah, know. Yeah, my bad, my bad. And, uh, you're the arbiter. You're the arbiter of all that is good. I'm the, which is funny because we literally have an episode that says that Marty hates all that is good and pure in the world. <laughs> so, I mean, it's going to be, this is going to be a real about face. Yeah. I'm uh, switching my persona. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm growing as a person. We're so proud. I like how I'm the PC elitist multiplayer only, like master of taste. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's uh, you know, <laughs> old games are old, whatever. Yeah. The last of us is just, yeah, well, has I been, mean, Chris what is it, Chris? Steal my thunder, but that's fine. Whoa. I'm trying. What about the last? The of Last us? of Us has been patched for PS4 Pro, which comes out next Thursday, and I totally forgot that it like that just totally snuck up on me. You got that uh, pre-order, right? Yep. Yeah, I'll be picking it up uh, on Thursday. So two weeks from now, oh, I will tell you, you my can thoughts. Tell us, and you can tell us the big changes that are in store for all Dude, the games. I can't How wait every game is going to be awesome. I can't wait to play The Last of Us in 4K. I'm, like, gonna die. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. It'll be such a marginal increase. <laughs> no way, dude. Oh, I can't wait. I'm, I, I am really game interested, from, so so we will... Game from we will, PS3. It's gonna be so dope. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I bought, a, I bought a, a whole chair, but I'm only gonna use the edge while I'm waiting for your, uh, for your uh, review of it. So, uh, yeah. So what, the, so what the heck is this next thing? So, all right. So if you're familiar with... If you owned an N64... Um, you may be familiar with Cruisin' USA. Um, it was a oh the arcade game. Yeah, it was an arcade style racing game. Um, there were it was most like iconically known for at the beginning of every race it would show like um, kind of like in Greece where they have like the girl that like throws the flag down when they're in the the race. Um, yeah, like the Cruisin' USA or whatever. You yeah, so like yeah. the the race would start out and the girl would be like waving the flag and like you know doing her thing being all provocative and then it'd be you're, like you're, you're moving in a way that i that i am i'm sorrowful that our that our viewers that's what i mean it's hard see. to i all i can do is just make the movement 
but they don't know that. I'm just shaking the goods. It looks like it looks like you're doing a hula hoop, is what it looks like. <laughs> well, they can also only see me from the waist down. Um, yeah, but so wait, waist down. We can we can only see you from down. the waist down, That's Chris. The only part that matters. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, mark, mark the time. Mark the time. So, Cruising USA came out on N64. Then there was a um, a sequel. We haven't had a Cruising USA game, and it's been in arcades. We haven't had a Cruising game since Game Boy Advance. Um, they're now making a Cruisin' Blast arcade game. I don't know what compelled them to do this. Um, kind of came out of nowhere, but we're getting that. But it's only for arcades? It's only for arcades. I just thought, like, Where? I saw that. I was like, Really? Why, who was making this? Like, who? Where is the yeah, demand like, for this game? I was gonna say, where the, do you go to play the, this? Yeah, literally the only place I ever played Cruising USA was in an arcade, so I understand it. Well, it yeah, is a no, very, of course, like, it's for an arcade game. The '90s and early 2000s, it was a very big arcade game. But like, yeah, I have not heard anybody talk about Cruising USA or any, you know, Cruising. I think it was Cruising Paradise and Cruising World. Yeah, um, it's like in the nickel cave. Yeah, yeah, it. Like, I, I just where? saw it, thought it was very weird. Yeah. Um, so that's coming yeah. at some point. Um, arcades, it, it may be important to note, and this this may influence it, It arcades are still big in some other countries, like Japan. Arcades are still really big. Yeah. Uh, in America, they haven't been big in a long time. They're kind of big around um, here. Um, at least Dave & Buster's is. Yeah, there's a good amount of Dave & Buster's around here. Um, that's there's cool. a there's a, like there's a fighting game. Uh, there's a fighting game arcade here that's pretty big for like people that play arc system work games right. and stuff like that there's a big like dust loop community that meets at a fighting uh game arcade around here uh <laughs> and this is typically if if a particular fighting game that is japanese comes to the south it typically comes to this particular arcade down here oh, okay but most of the time they only go to like new york or la yeah or something like that uh, i mean so some you know, you guys are saying there's some arcades, but like, let's be honest, it's nothing like it was. No, like, it's you guys not were like, like no, arcades are no, dead. it's not. Arcades are dead, and then you give examples of where they're not. But like, that's such a niche. Like David, really, David Buster's is. isn't a niche necessarily. But that's where you not, go to play Big Game Hunter in House of the Dead. Yeah, like, and it's get, not a right. big. It's Drunk. not cutting edge. These are old games. Yeah, yeah right, it's right. not like it's David Buster's isn't like cutting edge, the, yeah. and it's it's not like it's a major thing really either. Right, like it's right. big, but it's not driving uh arcade cabinets certainly so, not. yeah yeah i don't know the market but we'll see maybe they'll make like 500 <laughs> special edition or something i whatever. don't know we'll It'll see be cool. anyway that's fine um i'm interested in talking about this next thing if only to address something that i think is freaking absurd oh i was gonna say so, do you mean that i was right or <laughs> so last thursday Chris, Chris I, was I was right. i was sitting in um a presentation in hershey and i opened up twitter because i was getting bored and um, I was at a conference. And um, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5 had been announced for PS4. Comes out March 28th, two days after my birthday, 2017. Um, it, it runs at 60 frames a second. 1080p trophy support. It's both games that came out originally on PS3. They're now coming out on PS4. Um, I told you so. I knew this was going to happen. It didn't make any sense that they even released 1.5 and 2.5 other than to squeeze money out of all the Kingdom Hearts fans that have been waiting for years and years and years for anything. Read, read my little brother, AJ, who bought all those. And I said, you know what? 
I'm only going to buy them if they come out on PS4 because I put the PS3 away. I'm not playing this stuff anymore yep. unless it comes out on new stuff. I bought them and both you know for Jess. And, and now it did. Yeah. Now, now here, here is the thing. So far as I can tell, these are only announced for PlayStation. They are. Yeah, they've which only said that. doesn't make any sense at all because Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out on Xbox One. No, and it's those not. People, they canceled it. What? What? Yeah, they canceled it a when? few weeks back. If you go on the Xbox site, they, they canceled it and didn't make a big deal about it. If you go on Xbox's site, it's not even listed anymore. Did anyone pick that up? <sighs> a couple people did. Weird. It was like a small story, though. People yeah. were pissed. Yeah. That's kind of huge. I would be pissed, too, yeah. because that was where I was going to play it. Yep. Yeah. I was going to play now. it on Xbox because because achievements. Come on. Not anymore. Weird. That, right. that sucks. That... But it makes sense now, doesn't it? Oh, that makes me angry. <laughs> Whatever. That I makes mean, me even more angry than I was when I just thought they weren't getting the lead in to three. That makes yeah. me so much more angry because Kingdom Hearts, for all of its flaws, which are many, which are all of the Disney stuff that is included in that game, basically. <laughs> uh, That's why people like the it. Core, Come on. The core, ga- not me. I like it because it is an action-oriented version of like it's like Kingdom Hearts or not Kingdom Hearts. It's like Final Fantasy. Kingdom Hearts is like all Kingdom the Final Hearts. Fantasy stuff, all the original stuff, all, like the 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 world that ever was, you know, Traverse Town, like the 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 unique things that exist only in Kingdom Hearts are so cool. Like the idea of the Heartless and the idea of Organization Thirteen and like all of these crazy things that are going on. That's the cool stuff. It's really disjointed to just have Donald Duck be like. Wah, like I can't do the voice, whatever. But he's like freaking terrible. Like but I hate him and I hate Goofy. Even King Mickey. Yes. What? Like, dude, he's, he was he's so okay. dope in the two point eight trailer, though. That's fantastic. So, like, the that's, and he's like, "Hey, let me help you, hot." And then it just oh, the words that you say just infuriate me. He looks so cool in the two point eight trailer, and one point five and two point five are coming out in the future. I never said it that it made most, sense. It's the most. Three five eight over two days. Yeah, it's nothing, the most disjointed, Kingdom Hearts makes pointless sense. video game series that has ever existed, and I could care. I could not care any less. Marty, have you played Kingdom Hearts two? Yeah, I have. Oh wow, okay. In like two thousand six, on a PlayStation two at my friend's house, and we stayed up all night, and played it, and I was like, "This is trash," and like wow, I don't care uh, about the- any of the. The, like you said, the Disney stuff is terrible, and it's just pointless. And like that's great. This is I a, get that people like it, but it's been like a ten-year <laughs> joke. And they're like, this well, is a classic case, Marty. This is a classic case to me of gameplay is king, and the gameplay of Kingdom Hearts is king. But there's exactly. it's like platform. Devil, Ma- there's, it's like Devil May Cry with RPG elements. It's so good. It's play, just in a wrapper of garbage. Play any Ubisoft game now. Like that, that is not, not the same thing. Assassin's Creed is not it's the same. Better though. No, no it's not. No, that it is not. not. Marty, no, it is not. Marty, I'm in not even opinion. giving you that one. In, You're in not even in close. no universe. No, not. And that is not even allowed to be an opinion. Yeah. Shadow it is of Mordor, wrong. Assassin's Creed. It's not even the same. Both thing. better. Both better action RPG games. <sighs> um, The Witcher <sighs> is a action facing. We, we can't RPG. go down this route. No hole. platforming. No platforming, name, granted, none name, of that style. But I'm just Marty, saying name here. one of those games where you can do an air combo. None of them, because they're Shadow not. Shadow Mordor, you can. You can do an air. You can do an air juggle combo. Technically, yeah, kinda. No, no, you can't. You can do. No, you can't, like, Marty. Not like Kingdom Heartsy, 
But you can still yes, like that's what I'm talking about. Crazy I'm stuff. talking about I'm talking about Devil May Cry, Kingdom Hearts Combat. Go play that's Bayonetta. Like freaking get out of juicy here. and go, awesome. Go play Bayonetta. Her clothes are made out of hair. Get out of here. So Marty, if it's, you made the argument, that's weird. Of like God of War, I would have given it to you. I would have been like, no, you know because what? Because God of War is not good either. Oh my God! All right, we're done. We're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. I I will I will give Marty this. God of War combat is not anywhere near as good as Kingdom Hearts combat. We're done. I don't think that game company has teased a new game. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh yeah, let's Chris, uh, you can't just leave us out here with all these opinions. Nope, we're done. We're tell so us, done. Tell us about that game company. What have they done? Um, they teased a new Did, game. Have they announced a the name? There are three. They haven't announced no, the name yet. I'm um, saying, what have they done before? Oh, thank you. Um, so they have done Flower and Flow and my favorite Journey. Um. Game of the year 2011? 12? 12? Something like that? Maybe? Somewhere. I feel like it was 12. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, they're all on PS4. Actually, I don't know if Flow is on PS4. I know Flower. Hold on. I got to look this up. I know Flower and uh, Journey are. Because I just replayed Journey. Um, both fantastic games. Um, very, very different than anything you've probably ever, ever played. Um, but the Absolutely. the teasers that they gave out, um, there were three of them. Um if you've never seen the That Game Company logo or really any of their Nailed games, it. Um, 2012. They're very nice. Um, they're very... Um, Hashtag Brian was right. Their logo, at least, is very minimalist um, in style. What that means is, like, it only uses two colors. Um, so, it is... Let me pull it up. The one is of... It's a, just a blue background, and then there, it looks like there's four kids. They're, like, holding hands and floating. They um, have, like, weird... Like coat, looking like coat hat things devices. on. Yeah, one has I'm, pigtails. I'm um, um kind of weird. Right. It looks like they're made out of clouds. The other yeah. one is, it's like a cloud, and then there's like an archway on a hill. Um, very beautiful. Yeah, very, 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 very pretty. Um, and then the other one is one candle lighting another, and I think but they tweeted like, something with that. Yeah, it's really the candle lighting another is really. Like abstract, it's like one color for the candles, one color for the background. They kind of look like clouds, I guess, in in the theme. Yeah. Um, but that's I, all we've I'm seen. I'm excited. I'm excited because it's Journey, right? It's the company that's made Journey. It's it's the company that made Fla- Flower. I never played Flow, but I I played Journey, and it was definitely Flow like was pretty good. A little late for me because I'd heard everyone be like, "Oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever," and that kind of kills it. But it was still cool. Um, it's an experience. You know that, that, it's definitely yeah. an experience. Yeah. It's definitely worth playing. The picture, the picture of like that that pillars, the two pillars with like the kind of that was a lot like flower uh, rock thing. Yeah, you know what it looks like to me? It looks like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Legend of Zelda. I can see game. That. Yeah, yeah, it does. It really uh, does. That, but, stylized but I mean, part. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, they are really good at kind of creating a unified vision of style. Very artistic. That kind of permeates. Company. Uh, yeah. They have really, really good artistic sensibilities, so yes. I'm excited to see uh, to see what it is. Um, you know, there, we'll see. There were some big change-ups there over at that game company. Um, that is true. Mainly yeah. with some of the people leaving to go make... Um, I'm for, for Giant Sparrow, right? They, yeah, they made the um, diving game, the water game. Uh, uh, Abzu. Abzu. Oh, they that's right. got really, really, really um, mixed results for criticism on it. I've heard I've heard it's really good. People I haven't said played it's it yet, good. Though. People said, "Wow, this is just fake journey." Um, yeah, like so, a Walmart underwater journey kind of thing. Yeah, so we'll see. 
Um, I, I think that I still have a lot of faith in that game company, even though they did lose some of their core talent. I, I, I hope they make something different. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Is I want them to yeah. really stretch their creativity yeah. and not just make Journey 2. Yeah. Because Journey 2, I hate to say it, would have no resonance with anyone. Like, we played that experience, and I mean, I, I don't think they could do anything. Yeah. Well, that, and it's like... I, I disagree with that, but, I mean... But, like, how much more of that do you need, right? Like, I had that experience. It was, you know, very moving. I cried like a baby. Ah. Write it down. 119.57. That's what you get, Chris. But that experience was... That experience was um, very moving, you know, very touching. Um, I cried like a baby. But we've already had that experience, you know? (laughs) Like, it's already said and done. Um, And I know that they're capable of more. Especially when you look at how Flow, Flower... And journey play like Evolve. none of yeah yeah like none of them are similar. I mean, you can see how they got to each point, but like I really would be curious to see how journey has influenced this next thing, but not necessarily just make so it a sequel. I'm so happy you agree with me. Like you agreed with me once, and it's I'm just so happy. I'm beside myself. We should. Uh, you were like, are you buzzing? No, listen, listen. <laughs> you uh, you're right, Marty, and I agree. And they couldn't make journey two. I cried inside. <laughs> and my light, my just my, wept. I lit up like a light. I can't talk. It was just such a good moment for me. I'm gonna right, get a statue to commemorate this moment. He's welling up. He's welling up. Okay, so, uh, the <clears throat> one thing that I did this week that I just want to touch on very briefly because I told people that I would talk about this. Now we don't have to get super deep into this, but oh, uh, we're going to this week. But we're, I mean, probably <laughs> uh, this week. I watched. The Ghostbusters reboot. Uh, have you guys seen it? Yes. Yep. Okay. So, I watched it. I had a fantastic time. It's fine. Yeah, I'm with what Marty. Did you, what did Again. you guys think? It's fine. It's fine? It's fine. Here's the, here's the thing. Okay. Here's the way we Jess and I saw it in theaters. Oh, no, that was... All right, anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> Jess and I saw that it That was in my theaters. other girlfriend. And, no, no, no. <laughs> Earlier this week, I said to Jess, the only two, the only movie that we've seen that has real people in it in the theaters this year was Batman v Superman, but Ghostbusters was totally the other one. Um, nice. Everything else there was animated. There were a few real people. But anyway, um, mm. no, so that movie ended, and Jess was like, oh my god, I loved it. What did you think? And I was like, I mean, it can exist. It's fine. Yeah. But like, I, I will literally <laughs> never watch this movie again. No. I don't, I don't think I'll ever play the Lego Dimensions like story pack. I have no interest um chris chris hemsworth fine. was really funny for like half the movie who what oh chris like hemsworth ju- chris hemsworth they just overplay the same jokes yeah kate mckinnon was the only reason i laughed kate mckinnon show. made that movie if she weren't yeah. in it it would have been really been trash. not trash. yeah would have been trash um, she's my favorite character as well she she is the she's the like really crazy one right? yeah, yeah. the blonde yeah she's her, so funny her scene that actually her scene towards the end like when she kind of like unleashes a little bit the best part of the that is the best that's the best thing but it left me with some questions you got questions about ghostbusters i have i have i have i have two thoughts i have two thoughts uh but i don't know okay i don't know if these would be considered spoilers whatever nobody cares come on harvey turn i mean harvey literally two minutes harvey yeah harvey skip ahead skip ahead two minutes uh, so there's and starting right 
now. Uh, so there's there's a moment where she like unleashes and like does all this stuff with like whips right. and stuff, which leads me to wonder like in in Ghostbusters one and two they just trap the ghosts, but in this one it looks like they kill them. I'm like they've got these grenades and like a bunch of different ways to use it, which is interesting because it's not just lashing onto something and putting it in a box. It's more interesting because it kind of opens things up of like. I thought it was super cool when she was like whipping around and like had like the laser whips. I was like, that is so cool. They, and it opens it up to like, they can do so much more, but like right. you can't kill a ghost, right? No, they, right? they do explain that in the movie. There's like a reason that they're able to do that. Um, it's something they're like not, they're, they're amplified or something. Yeah. Like they're not actually ghosts. It's like, they're just amplifying like ghost energy and it's like taking on that form. I think is. Like the the quote unquote, I'll give it say excuse that they gave it, um, dude. Brian, you are overthinking this so hard. Yeah, well, this like, is not it's that movie. Such a throwaway okay. movie. Yeah, they were but like they were like guys. From what bro. you know of me, from what you know of me, when am I not going to think about no, something intensely? This is how That's this my works. My jam. There's some dudes and some girls in the writers' room. They're like, you know what'd be cool? There was like laser whips and some like ghost grenades, bro. They were like, let's kill some ghosts. And then the one writer that was like, I like Ghostbusters. Like, they, you can't kill ghosts. They're like, shut up. Listen. Figure it out. And that was how that went. Yeah. Like, there's no thought 100%. There's no thought in the story of this movie. The most story was at the very end when, like, Kate McKinnon or whoever, I can't even remember, was like, who's Zool? And it was like, oh, they did one tie-in. That was tie -in. so... Oh my that was god! So I, I will say so I really needed. liked all the callbacks. I really liked all the callbacks. I, I thought they were they were done pretty well. Dan Aykroyd, his was the best Dan, one. Yeah, was yes, it far. was. It was so good. It was so, it was so good. good. They, yeah, yes, it was funny. The, I just like it's so like, dumb. They're like, let's call back to a movie that isn't but, technically in our world anymore because it's a reboot, but it's not. That's true. That's it's true. It's like a side so, okay, boot. Like, it's just so, so... let's let's this is this is past the two minutes, yeah. so we can't we can't do anything more. But um but just like would you say that this movie is a fun time? It's whatever. I think I will never watch this movie again. I'll never watch it again. But that I Ghostbusters is like top five for me. Like favorite movies ever. Really? Like, oh my god, dude. So like so like so like Ghostbusters one and two are like not even on my radar. Oh my god. But like this one I actually I, I thought was pretty cool. And like God. Excellent casting. I, I'm, like just I'm great gonna comedy. go watch the dry, I'm gonna go watch the second one. The dry humor of, of Ghostbusters one is like why I it's like untouchable. Dry yeah. yeah, it's why I like dry humor. Yeah. Like it, I, and and I was really young when I watched that too. So like, I, I really appreciate those movies. I would never say they're top five. I, I wouldn't ever put a comedy in my top like fifteen. I just that's not my. I my definitely 15. would. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead's funny, but Shaun of the Dead's once great. Again, not not top fifteen. Dude, it's it's so good. Anyway, it's so good. Um, so anyway, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. so no, so, I think so. I would say I recommend it. It's it's awesome. I had a great time with it. It it was a rental, and I do not regret it in the least. Yeah, Fair enough. Like I wouldn't regret I it paid, for the first time. What was it? 30, 40 bucks to see it in IMAX 3D. That did yeah. not need to happen. And I'm yeah. upset that it did. <laughs> I I may rent it again. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. So there you go. Cool. Well, you're a terrible devil it. person. All right. So terrible devil person. Okay, fantastic. Move on. Speaking of the, terrible devil people. All right. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and do your host thing. You know, the one job you have that you don't do that well. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to let this out. <laughs> Mom and Dad, why are you fighting? I just want you to love each other. So, okay. So, uh, speaking of 
things that have been coming out uh, today. <laughs> was that a segue? Because it sounded like yeah. a segue crashed into a building and lit on fire, and that's no. what you threw out. Uh, I mean, maybe whatever. <laughs> Who cares, dude? Who cares? Segway is a segue. It's just a. It's just a bridge to get you to the next part. It doesn't have a to be Marty's really shot at this point. <laughs> a bridge he really is a bridge that you literally had burned down. Marty, you try to create something, you piece of trash. <laughs> you human piece of trash. What have you provided to society? Hey, just let me do this. I'm a, ta- my one I'm a tastemaker. We've decided. Continue. Yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. You let you make some taste later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Let's sweep that aside and move forward. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to be the better host here. I'd like to talk about a topic, right? The one in blue. So, so, uh, so Blaze Blue Central Fiction came out today. Uh, Which is not our main topic. (laughs) It's not the main topic. It's it's going to lean into it. It's going to lean into it. I was like, Blaze, what? No, what? Blaze Blue is Stick a fantastic, us. fantastic fighting game series by Arc System Works, who also made Guilty Gear. Uh, those are the my two favorite, and actually they they did along with Atlas. They made uh, Persona Four Arena. Those three games that they have made are my three favorite fighting games of all time. Excellent. So I was really excited about Blaze Blue Central Fiction coming out. Uh, it came out today, and I actually saw an article on Kotaku that said that in this particular. Uh, iteration for the first time in the series which has had like a number of entries before three major ones and then a couple of like extended versions with like extra stuff uh this time it's not going to have any english voice acting in it it's only going to be the japanese voice acting and normally that wouldn't be a big deal but in this game story is so central and so important and such a big part. Like, this game has, like, 30, 40 hours of story content for you to get through for a fighting game. And, it is, and, and like, some of the stuff where you follow particular characters through all the convoluted and ridiculous, crazy events of the story, they don't even have any fights. It's just... Story. It's just story. Just nonstop story for, like, freaking 10 hours. Okay. Um, and so this... The... The voice actor, uh, Patrick Seitz, who voices Ragna the Blood Edge, who's the main character of the series, um, kind of put out there on Facebook that he's, like, really not happy about this. And he actually found out that it wasn't going to be getting English VO on the tweet that went out. Uh, So that's when he found out that he wasn't going to be in this game. All right, now, is this a situation where they, these voice actors went in, they made, they did all this voice work and then... No. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. They haven't done any of the work. But typically what they do is they create the Japanese game and then um, they'll release it in Japan and then they start on the English VO work. Right. And they do all of that. And, and this is one of the things that they cited. Um, Arc System Works said it was basically a choice between release Central Fiction now without English voice acting or release it in six to eight months with it. And they deci- they had to make a judgment call. They decided to release it now and just not do it. And the kind of flavor that they've put on this is that, like, this isn't just a for now thing. This is a central fiction will never have English voice acting. Oh, Um, okay. So, like, this game just doesn't have English voice acting anymore. And there are, like, dozens and dozens of characters in this game. This isn't, like, you know, a small fighting game where you don't have that many characters. Like, there are a lot of characters in this game. They have, like, audio... Um, 
shows that they've done that like move the story forward. There have been novels. There's manga that's come out. Like there's a huge universe. It's a, it's a big universe. And I really sh- yeah. don't want to detract Brian from like, I, I realize how much you like this game, but I yeah. know a ton of people aren't going to care about this, but of course, the bigger yeah. issue here too, that I think I would like to talk about a little bit is the fact that the reason of this is that yeah. there is a strike, a voice actor strike right now. Um, because voice well, actors, just to the, go ahead, just to be clear, just to be clear, this is not the reason why they decided to do this. This is independent of that. I was reading a little bit about um, how a lot of Japanese studios, in particular, saw this and kind of made judgment calls, like you said, because of this. I don't know if maybe because of the strike. Exactly. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything about them being linked. That would um, be interesting. I don't know. I don't specifically know if Guilty Gear is one, but I know that it's kind of been a major issue for Japanese studios right now, because Japanese studios then get English voice actors to do the English dubs. But yeah. the English games, it's not going to affect for maybe about another six months, because those games that are coming out soon are already VO'd, right? So yeah, and I was I was talking to a couple of developers that I know, and and I was asking them how this was going to affect them, and and uh, for all the developers that already have contracts in place, it's not going to affect them at all. Exactly. If they're already in production, it's just going to affect things that have not gone into production yet, or or so, have gone into production, they just haven't done VO yet, and they don't have, ye- any- and they don't have anybody yeah. on contract. Yes. So yes, that's, that's going to be a huge problem in maybe six months to a year when these games yeah. are already developed, and they're like, hey, we need. Yo, I think a few games are probably going to get pushed. Um, I think that probably we might actually yeah. kind of see a, a little bit lackluster VO in some games because I think we've been so spoiled with with the voiceover actors right now. Like they are doing so well, and we're actually getting like names that are popular. Yeah, and I think that's so cool, and and I really want to see them get paid and and get uh, what they do deserve. Uh, just to kind of run down, like sorry, we kind of jumped into this. Um, yeah, it. Like, long story short, they're trying to unionize, and they did unionize under, I do believe, SAG, not NAFTA, correct? That sounds right. Uh, so far as under, I know, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's like a Hollywood union. I'll check on that. Thank you. A Hollywood union trying to get them the benefits, paid um, time off, everything that, that actors get, um, and the voice actors have kind of been lacking here. And hopefully uh, they reach a deal soon, because I definitely want voice actors to get everything they're deserved um part of it part of it is that and part of it is also um you know let's say troy baker is part of um a, troy baker's part of a small game you know let's say they sell a hundred thousand copies which is pretty bad but um he's gonna get let's let's say he makes a hundred dollars on that game i'm just using this as an example and then he's in uncharted 4 and they say okay we're gonna sell you or we're going to give you $1,000 for this game, but this is all you're getting. doesn't matter how many we're selling, like how many copies get sold. So if the game does yeah. gangbusters, they don't see another dime. That was one of the main reasons that they are really, really bent out of shape. Like, um, yeah. Dave which, is, fin- which is not something that other actors get. Right. Other actors get royalties, right. typically. Um, like Dave Finoy, um, who is Lee on The Walking Dead, they didn't know how big that game was going to be. And, you know, it blew up, got Game of the Year, and... Um, he's one of the main proponents as far as I know of like really beating the drum to get this, you know, get them yeah. compensated for their work. 
and I, I looked it up. It is SAG-AFTRA, yeah. which is the Screen, screen Actors Guild, That's what I uh, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, and and the, the strike doesn't encompass all voice actors, only the ones that are represented by SAG-AFTRA, yes. which represents about 25% of, uh, of video game voice but, actors. But those are typically... Yeah, you know, top, yes, top tier, tier voice yes. actors, top top echelon voice actors. Yes, yes. I um the the voice actor that played Nathan Drake, um, Nolan North, is, is yeah predominantly featured here. Um, I think he's been a big proponent of it. So I think we'll see hopefully some change. Um, as weird as it is, like I really want to see more voice actors come up, and I think it would be so interesting to get um a game like. Uncharted 5, granted that's probably not going to happen, starring Nolan North and Troy Baker. Like, I, I, I want to get to that point because, like, these characters make the game, especially in, like, Uncharted or Last of Us. So, like, or so like in the same way that you would get, like, a movie poster that has, like, names that get billing exactly. on, you know, on there or something And granted, like, like I want to see you gonna the say devs Chris? Get, the, get credit, too, because the devs are doing like more actual work but like these voice actors bring these characters to life in 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 a very very meaningful way well you also like what people have to consider and remember is that we're now at a point where you know before a voice actor voice acting was typically only in movies and television um and they were compensated you know as such um the way that you know sag and um all that NAFTA. Yeah, NAFTA. That they need to be compensated as if they were a typical employee, um, depending on how well whatever they worked and it's, on. It's it's not NAFTA. That's the North American Free Trade Agreement. You're absolutely right. It's SAG and... Um, SAG-AFTRA. No, no, no. There's another one that's also called, like... Uh, I thought it was NAFTA. Like, with a NAFTA, P. Something like that. There's something like that. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, NAFTA. So, so, but now, Napster. what you're seeing is we're at a point where, um, because video games have grown exponentially from you know being a sound on a chip to hey let's bring in troy baker and nolan north not only are they going to do voice acting we're going to do mocap they are going to literally be these characters yeah Yeah. and because they're way more involved in the process but they haven't really changed how they're being compensated for this we haven't really had to have or at least you know not we but um the people that are running these companies haven't had to have the conversation of, hey, how do we actually pay these people and pay them fairly? Um, I don't think it's yeah. necessarily the anything mo-cap- like really negative or really bad. It's just one of those things that's like, okay, we are being recognized as like actually being important in this industry. What do we do about it? Yeah, and I think the mocap uh, point is a really, really important one because it is it basically puts like a lot of people think of voice acting as just sitting in a booth and just reading off lines. Like, obviously, there's more to it than that because you get into the whole acting methods and uh, things like that. But like now when we've got such kind of pervasive motion capture, yeah. like the person who is acting in Uncharted 4 is doing everything that anybody would have done if they were in Avatar. Like it's the same yeah. technology. They're doing all of that action. They're being represented on screen in a very real way. That's a lot more believable because it's real human action being translated one to one. Like so, like they've really upped up. They've really upped the demand on an actor because they have to be able to deliver a physical performance as well as a vocal performance. So it's a, it's it's a totally different echelon. 
So I, I, I definitely agree with the point that you're trying to make here. Yeah, and if you've never seen, you know, wh- what that process looks like, um, you know, you can, Naughty Dog is the one that's notorious for it. Um, but you can go on to YouTube and look up, um, you know, Uncharted mocap or making of Uncharted. Um, same with The Last of Us. Um, and they'll actually show yeah, you. The, the, they have, um, and Until Dawn's another really good one. Uh, but they have, you know, cameras and all these little dots on their faces. And they show each point on, you know, where these people are being tracked. And, you know, it's a really interesting uh, process that they have to go through. But um, I just wanted to, to butt in really quick. SAG and AFTRA were individual unions. AFTRA. And they, they joined. So now it's SAG-AFTRA, one union. Okay. So I was like, NAFTRA. <laughs> like, but yes, North American Free Trade Agreement. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, anyway, Saggy Napster. Napster was the worst Saggy deal, Napster. and Bill Clinton is responsible <laughs> for the. It's the worst deal in the history of strike. ever. Darn video game strike. And I'm gonna make the best deals. I've got the best business. <laughs> I've got the best money. It's I, I, it's fantastic. We're talking about so, uh, our fearless leader, huh? Donald Trump. Political commentary. Anyway. I'm gonna vote I'm gonna for I'm gonna cut that out Santa that Claus. little sound bite and every time we we do <laughs> anything political I'm just gonna put that do it. political do commentary it. that made no sense so we'll see Let's how it plays continue. out as far anyway. as the strike is concerned um yeah these guys and gals deserve it for sure at least in my opinion yeah I mean I think I think we all agree get money get paid yeah yep. yeah absolutely I think you know I think that's what we're all about Oh man! So, uh, what are we looking at as far as deals, Chris? So there's um, some pretty good ones this week. Um, as you mentioned, Alan Wake and Vanishing of Ethan Carter um, are on sale on GOG. You mentioned what seven bucks for Alan Wake, right? Something like that, yeah. That's cool. For the the it, one of them's like four, one of them's three, something like okay. that. Okay. Um, there's one. Seven, seven for both. Um. The Humble Day of the Devs 2016 bundle. I saw this and I was like, Brian's going to lose his mind because there's a lot of really good stuff in this. Um, <gasps> really? Lumino City. Indie games? Yeah, it's a bunch of indie games. Um, Lumino City, Broken Age, Titan Souls, uh, Massive Chalice. I've heard one of you talk Ooh. about that before. Um, yeah, Massive Chalice is great. I need to get back to Oxenfree. it. Oxen Free. Fantastic game. Gr- Buy it. Grim Fandango, remastered. Not not a good game. Day of the Tentacle. Uh, don't buy it. Disagree with that. A lot of people liked it. I, di- I didn't play it, but... I, I think, think it, it is absolute garbage. I don't want to slap the terrible on a game like that. So. I mean, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, old, that is a classic, classic Marty joint of old game is old. Yeah. Now, what about Day of the Tentacle, huh. Marty? That game is super old. I've never played I don't play a lot of indie games, so... Yeah. Movement's clunky. The stupid adventure combined this bean with this pipe to right. make if some like freaking magical games, garbage happen. It's like it you. doesn't make any daggum sense at all. Um, that said, that said, uh, Curse of Monkey Island is free on uh, on Xbox Live Games of Gold. So I'm going to try that out. Uh, supposedly, that's a really great adventure game. Yeah, cool. While we're talking about adventure games, we'll see what happens. Um, there's Ryan, Ryan McCaffrey threatened to shoot me in the face if I didn't play it. So. <laughs> There are several notable ones I wanted to point out on PSN. Um, there's a Goosebumps game that came out, if you're familiar with the book series, that tied... It didn't tie in with the movie, but it released at the same time. Um, that is, like, three bucks, and it's a really easy platinum. I think it takes, like, two hours to get it. So, I got that. Um, so, if you're a trophy aficionado... That's right. 
two weeks ago, I talked about Adventure Time Secret of the Nameless Kingdom, which I'm now going to start playing again this week because I have my Vita at my parents two weeks ago. Mm. Um, it's 99 cents. If you like Zelda, A Link to the Past, or you like Adventure Time, just buy it. If you don't like it, deal with it. It's 99, 99 cents. 99 cents. Just buy it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Psychonauts on PS4 is six ninety nine. That's a good one. Um, old game is old, but probably give it a try. Until Dawn is $10. Just buy this game. Buy yep. this game. Do I need to do this? Yes. Oh my goodness, there's so many things on sale. Until Dawn. Until I also Dawn just bought, is probably top three of this console generation for me. Uh, I don't know about that, but Dude, I'd, I'm say all about list, I'd say on this list, Until Dawn is, is by far number one. Oh, yeah. I'd say is if you're like, going to uh, either buy Alan Wake or Until Dawn, buy Until Dawn. Yeah, I'd agree with really? that. Really? I would yeah, agree with that. Absolutely. Dang. Also, if you're looking for another creepy game, uh, Zero Time Dilemma. It's not on this list, but I just picked it up. It's going to be delivered tomorrow, I think. Zero Time Dilemma is the final uh, the final game in the Zero Escape series, which started with Nine Persons, Nine Hours, Nine Doors, and then led into Virtue's Last Reward. Brian um, says some stuff that just blows my mind. Dude, I've like, never... Uh, I know what, what I've heard of all these games. About? I've never played any of them. I've never They're heard of so, any of so good. Anyway, I just I just bought it. Um, I got it on sale on Amazon for like twenty six bucks, but it's also on sale on Steam for twenty six bucks. It's normally forty. Mm. Um, it's a visual novel type game, very gruesome, very dark story, very like time travely, crazy, like fringe science crazy stuff. Like cool. Start with nine nine nine. There's there. Uh, I actually didn't. I didn't add this to the news, but they are bringing the first two games in the series to Vita early next year. I did see that, yeah. Uh, and and PS4. The first one was the first one was only on DS. Uh, so this would definitely be uh, don't play Zero Time Dilemma without playing the first two because there are huge, huge twists towards the end of each of those games and they're spoiled in like the opening sentences of the third game. So no. just hold off if you're not if you know if you don't have access to those games cool. or don't want to play them yet, hold off play them they are some of my favorite things that i've ever played on handhelds ever i give them each one of them is a 10 in my very book. cool so um and then they're doing week two of sale of the dead which um on psn that that's what uh until dawn and goosebumps are a part of um check it there's a bunch of devil may cries on there there's a bunch of other stuff on there um yeah what was the other one um there's an ea sports sale on both psn and xbox um so look at that so Borderlands, the Handsome Jack collection, was free last week Yay. on Thursday on Xbox Live. I tried to log on and see that, but I, I, I couldn't okay. see it. Okay. Um, now it's it was 24 already, it was already back up. if you have gold. Um, I just thought that I ended up getting it, I think. Um, it added it to my library. Um, so that was cool. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's Borderlands um, 2 and the, what's the other one? The, pre, the pre-sequel? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Target buy oh Target um is still doing their buy two get one free thing until um it ends on Saturday um so if you want to get two games and get one free do that um Saturday cool. November the sixth yes twenty sixteen twenty sixteen thank you Marty November the fifth yes. excuse me I appreciate that remember remember <laughs> the fifth the fifth of November and then one more that I noticed um thought was pretty good if you're in the market for a TV. Um, and an Xbox One. Best Buy has 
$100 or $150 um, you save on combined purchase of qualifying Xbox One S bundles and a TV. And they have two TVs listed. One of them's an Insignia, and I forget what the other one is. They're both 4K. Don't buy the Insignia. Don't, yeah, don't buy don't Insignia. Buy Insignia. I think the other one's... I want to say Magnavox. I don't know. Yeah, buy that if you want. Yeah, but uh, they were like four hundred bucks for those TVs. I think the one was like fifty-five inch. But oh, um, really? Yeah, both four K. If you want one for like a bedroom or something, I don't know. Um, yeah, it might be worth it. Yeah, thought that was worth mentioning though. That's it. That's all I got. Cool. cool. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much for joining us. This has been episode eighteen of the Platformers. Um, if you want to reach out to us, if you've got a game that you want us to check out, or you just want to hear us talk about a particular topic on the show, go ahead and tweet at platformers pod on Twitter. Uh, if you want to reach me personally, I am at ribnax R I B N A X. I Chris Shriver can be found AKA Bob Ross, AKA the man <laughs> can be found at shrives 93 S H R I. V-E-S-9-3. And uh, so far as I know, uh, Marty, you're still broadcasting from that nuclear submarine. Nope, nope. Dude, just I'm pick in, a uh, Twitter handle. One. I'm in World War One. Pick a Twitter yeah, handle. Not a, lot of, not a lot of internet here. I'll be in a oh, tank. Oh, you're time traveling. Yeah, I'll be in a tank, perhaps a plane. Listen, if you want to hang so out with me, jump on the Platformers podcast <laughs> at Twitch. It's uh, twitch.tv slash the Platformers podcast. I'm going to be hanging around there. I'm going to be streaming some games. Probably uh, most days, get off work, play some, some games with some, y'all. Some some video games. Some video games. Games. So uh, games. check it out. Come on. Come hang out. We'd appreciate it. Cool. That sounds fantastic. So uh, I just want to say, have a wonderful week. Go out. There's a lot of games on sale. Go get your groove on. Uh, don't keep us waiting too long. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, that is a reference to Limp Bizkit. Oh and I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, so, so go... Buy a discount creepy game and listen to some Limp Biscuit, and have a wonderful week. And we'll catch you next time. After because we after no 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 after what? after what? after what? you rate us on iTunes. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. You definitely should do that. Give us the five stars. You definitely stars. should give us a review, even if you don't write anything about us. Just pop in there, give us a little five star. Uh, it really helps with visibility for the show. And what's even more important than that, if you like the show, listen to it with somebody you love. Uh, share it with somebody you care about. Tell them about it because you know what? Word of mouth is the best way to share good things with friends. And that's my favorite thing to do is share things I care about with the people that I care about, which is why I do this show. Yep. So I just want to thank you for joining us. Uh, We love, love making the show and being able to talk to you guys uh, is really fulfilling and a really great thing. So thank you very much for letting us, uh, for enabling us to do this show. Yep. Love being a part of you guys' lives. With that said... Go out, hang 10, get your surf on. Hang 30. Creepy games, Limbiscuit. See you next week because we are out. <laughs>